Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hello, thanks for joining me. My name is Dr. Samantha Ege. And in this Barbican podcast series, The Music of the Black Renaissance, we are exploring the piano works of classical composers from this era. The Black Renaissance was an era that spanned the first half of the 20th century in the United States, but today, one of the pieces I want to talk about was written in 1990 and pays tribute to this earlier era. This episode looks at two composers who really carry the fruits of the Black Renaissance in their craft. The first is Zenobia Powell Perry, and the second is Betty Jackson King. As a socially conscious and civically aware practitioner, Zenobia Powell Perry was well attuned to the intellectual and creative developments of the Black Renaissance and the activities of its key players. Perry was born in Bowley, Oklahoma in 1908 and died in 2004. She eagerly pursued classical music as a young girl, which led to her attending private classes with the famed Robert Nathaniel Dett, who I introduced in the last episode. Dett inspired Perry to begin notating her musical ideas. As I mentioned in the last episode, Dett was a highly sought after and celebrated composer, educator and performer, and Perry received an extraordinary education under his wing. Perry also studied with the modernist composer Darius Muir, and went on to study with William Dawson, one of the great composers associated with the Harlem Renaissance which was a thriving period of black intellectualism and creativity in the 1920s and 30s, and really injected new and powerful modes of African-American expression into American literature, art, and music at this time. During the 1930s, the three most famous African-American symphonic composers were William Dawson, William Grant Still, and Florence Price. Dawson and Still are both recognised as pioneering Harlem Renaissance composers. But each of them, including Price, interwove black folk influences into their orchestral works. They made history as major US orchestras premiered their music. So again, Perry was surrounded by the best of the black Renaissance. Perry composed homage in 1990 as a tribute to Dawson for his 90th birthday. 
The melodic theme derives from one of Dawson's favourite spirituals, I've been buked and I've been scorned. Homage begins with a solo melody, which reminds me of a solo voice. The melody follows the shape of the original spiritual tune. The tempo picks up slightly as more musical lines enter. The chordal textures thicken and the melody begins to wander, retaining some of the original shape but venturing into new directions. The middle section increases in emotional intensity, introducing further chromaticism before mellowing and drawing the work to a peaceful close. Even though it's a short composition, Homage is full of intriguing cultural inspirations and musical developments, making it a fitting tribute to one of the giants of the Harlem Renaissance. I first heard this piece on a recording called Soulscapes by Maria Corley. She's a Canadian pianist with Jamaican heritage. The way Maria played, I would never have guessed that this was just a three-page piece of music. When I saw the sheet music for myself, I couldn't believe that this music contained all of the hidden depths that I heard in Maria's performance. This piece influenced me a lot as a pianist. It made me realise that if a piece looks a little straightforward, it means there's something hidden for me to draw out and that I need to work harder in order to figure out what that hidden thing is. So in my interpretation, I try to draw out the many colours and moods embedded in this work. Betty Jackson King was born in 1928 and died in 1994. She was born and raised in Chicago, truly a daughter of the Black Chicago Renaissance. King belonged to a very musical family. Her mother, Gertrude Smith Jackson, was deeply involved in musical life in the city, and together with Betty's sister, Catherine, they formed the Jacksonian Trio, touring Chicago and beyond. King's father, Reverend Fred D. Jackson was very supportive of his wife's and his children's musical pursuits. In fact, he helped Gertrude to organise her own opera company. And this was an all-black opera company, creating opportunities for singers who would otherwise find their careers curtailed by systemic racism. With vocal music and performance being very much a part of King's upbringing, it is no surprise that she went on to study voice, piano, and composition at Chicago's Roosevelt University, which is where she earned her bachelor's and master's degrees. King wrote a lot of vocal works and a few for piano. The piano suite in my repertoire is her four seasonal sketches composed in 1955. King dedicated the suite to her Chicago colleague and friend, Dr. Geneva Handy Southerl, who was a pianist and pioneer in black music research. A lot of the work I do as a music historian of black classical composers is made possible because of researchers like Dr. Southerl, who recognize the need to study and document this vital history. In this suite, we have a spring intermezzo, summer interlude, 
autumn dance, and winter holiday. I think that King doesn't go towards the obvious in depicting the four seasons. I want to use the summer interlude as an example, especially as it's my favorite in the suite. When we think of summer, we think of warmth. The way King achieves this warmth is through these deep, soulful harmonies. She's not interested in superficial, sunny, happy overtones. Instead, she really gets into the feel of summer, the stickiness of its heat, the way that we move a little slower when the sun exhausts us. I feel this in my fingers as I'm playing. I love how the music feels improvised as well. The music also has some fiery moments too. King is clearly drawing upon jazz influences and mixing this into what she knows as a classical musician. The Black Renaissance touched all genres and we hear this in this particular interlude. So, we close with Betty Jackson King, a daughter of the Black Chicago Renaissance. But King is just the tip of the iceberg. In the next episode, we will delve deeper into the women who composed the Black Chicago Renaissance. If you liked today's episode, subscribe to the Barbican's Nothing Concrete podcast on Acast, Spotify, or wherever you find your podcasts. Today's episode was recorded by Rowan Lovell. My albums featuring the music in this podcast series are available to buy on the Laurelt label. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.